on the Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, Giants, the New York Rangers, and the Rutgers Charlotte Knights, and I'm your host, Don, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to be talking about the Rangers, the comeback kids. The Rangers stun Pittsburgh 4-3 in overtime of Game 7 in dramatic fashion. So let's go ahead and get started. The New York Rangers stun the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Ranger fans and the hockey world Sunday night in Game 7 at Madison Square Garden with an electrifying overtime comeback win and set off euphoria in Rangerland. The comeback kids storm back from another deficit, this time trailing 3-2 to two with five minutes left in their season and in the third period to tie the game and eventually win in overtime. It was a stunning, dramatic turnaround in this series for a team that looked dead and gone after Game 4. The Garden was euphoric as Panera netted the game winner in overtime to send the Rangers on to Carolina after one of the most dramatic wins in Rangers history. By scoring a Game 7 overtime goal to win a playoff series, Panera's name is going to go down in the pantheon of indelible Ranger moments along with Stefan Matteau, Derek Stefan. It was a shocking, sudden, and special moment in every way in a game that will be savored for by Ranger fans for years and years to come. The Rangers team has had resiliency in its DNA all year long, and they needed heaps of it Sunday night to squeak by the Penguins. So let's go ahead and talk about the game a little bit. The whole Penguins team, by the way, was back for this game. The number one starting goalie, Christian Yari, was back. Sidney Crosby was back. They had everyone. This was Game 7, and it was all hands on deck, no matter how hurt you were. Uh, an excellent uh, start by Igor Shosturkin to the game helped the Rangers get off to a good start overall. He made three or four tremendous saves in a row about you know eight minutes into the game and had the crowd all fired up. And then immediately following that that third save, Mika and Kreider broke in in the first period on a two-on-one, and Mika fed Kreider, who buried a one-timer past Yari for a one-nothing Rangers lead in the first period. It was a spectacular opening goal, and it lit up the Garden Crab. While taking early leads in the series really hasn't led to many victories, actually all, all time in the series has been nuts, uh, it still seemed in my mind critical in the series in Game 7 to get that first goal. Uh, also, by the way, the kids line again started very strong in Game 7. They had several early shifts in the Penguin zone. And, you know, you talk about needing to grow up fast, man. Lafreniere's 20, Kako's 21, and Heedle's at 22. They might all have gray hair after this one. Um, they grew up and needed to grow up uh, a lot already just from this series. I mean, what an experience for this kid line. Late in the first, after a scrap between the two teams, sent one Ranger and one Penguin off, and the team's playing four on four. Truba, unfortunately, took a terrible four-minute high-sticking penalty. Just a terrible, awful penalty. The guy was bleeding. They gave him four minutes. The Rangers killed off the first part of the double minor, but on the second half of the penalty, Pittsburgh tied the game 1-1 with one minute left in the first period. Uh, it was yet another one of these Pittsburgh non-clean goals where Igor made a partial save and then somehow it got knocked between his legs and rolled across the line just before Foss could swipe it back out. Uh, replay overturned what was originally called a non-goal because, you know, of course, it was a goal this time for sure. But just if you're counting, that makes four goal replays in this series. For Pittsburgh, zero that went the Rangers' way. So, four goals. 
Shesterkin was the best player on the ice in the first period, and honestly all night, uh, but the Rangers were not shooting enough. Again, and that friggin' Trouba penalty seemed very costly at the time at the end of the first period. In the second period, the Rangers were playing really well and getting good chances by playing a little more of a straight-line game. The fourth line actually played very well and drew a penalty. Tyler Mott was especially noticeable for the Rangers in that period and honestly all night. His return in no small way has helped the Rangers you know, get through this, this dramatic series. He's been a very big help. Some bad puck luck, though, led to the Penguins' power play when Kako shot the puck into the stands, trying to clear the puck from his own defensive zone. And then yet another, another friggin' goal replay went against the Rangers when it looked like there was a goal. Um, what They ruled it a goal on what looked like a high stick goal by Gensel, of course. You know, we also call him Superman because he just kills the Rangers here. It made it 2-1 Pittsburgh. It certainly looked like the puck might have been over the shoulder, over the goal, um, crossbar. But for whatever reason, replay did not overturn it. And if you're counting again, this is five goals in this series at this point that were reviewed. The call went Pittsburgh's way five times. I mean, it's just insanity. Luckily, just after that, the Rangers answered by Keandre Miller on a shot that was twice deflected and the game was 2-2 with about eight minutes left in the second period. At the end of a, of a Rangers power play, Heedle unfortunately made a critical, just awful, awful turnover that led to a breakaway goal that put Pittsburgh up 3-2 to two with two minutes left in the second period. It was a depressing, deflating moment um, and it was another failure on the power play and what was a back-breaking goal, and it really took all of the air out of Madison Square Garden at that point. I mean, you could hear a pin drop at the Garden the whole rest of the second period, and and it was it sucked because the Rangers played a very good second period this time, but ended up getting outscored 2-1. to one. So going into the third period, the Rangers were down 3-2 to two with their season on the line and one period to play. The Rangers really needed a strong third period to avoid, you know, summer, let's face it. For a long time, it didn't look like they were going to muster much. Gallant tried changing up all the lines. I mean, completely, like, you know, matching and mixing everywhere. There was a line of Mika, Kopp, and Lafreniere. Forwards from three different lines were put together, for example. Uh, Igor continued to be absolutely dominant throughout the third period as he denied shot after shot after shot after shot. Pittsburgh outshot the Rangers 45 to 30 in the game and they were all over, all over Igor Shesterkin and he was absolutely stout in goal. Uh, when it looked bleakest, I guess late in the third period, lightning struck for the Rangers after a very hardworking sh- uh, shift, I should say, in the offensive zone. Mika took a feed from Kopp, who worked very hard to recover the puck twice in the corner. And Mika one-timed it past Yari for a dramatic game-tying goal with five minutes left in the game. It was an adrenaline shot for the Rangers, and it electrified the fans. Uh, There were a few good chances after that, right? You know, they made it 3-3, and the crowd was buzzing, and the Rangers' season suddenly was back alive. And there were good chances on either side the rest of the third period. Some near penalties that could have probably been called for Pittsburgh, but the rest put away their whistle. Uh, but the third period and the, and the regulation time ended with the game tied 3-3. And it was headed to overtime for Game 7. A game 7 overtime, baby. The Rangers had been badly outshot and somewhat outplayed, but Igor had certainly held them together. Um, then in overtime, Keandre Miller broke in and he was hooked and actually the refs called a penalty uh it could have actually been a penalty shot but you know 
because, you know, things, you know, they did not call it and they called the regular power play, but that was good enough. Um, and the Rangers went on the power play in overtime, which is rare in itself, right? Then in dramatic fashion, Artemi Panarin, who I have been extremely critical of this series, buried a slap shot past Yari as a power play was expiring to send Pittsburgh packing and send the Rangers on to Carolina for round two. The roof blew off Madison Square Garden and the Rangers were moving on, baby. It was an absolutely unbelievable series comeback by the New York Rangers. The Rangers were left for dead after game four. They were down three games to one. And honestly, they look like dog shit after game four. They gave up five friggin' goals in that game four in the second period alone. They look listless. Lindgren was hurt and others were out of the lineup. Seriously, the Rangers look friggin' dead. I was about to have a completely different kind of podcast going into game five. But then Lindgren returned in game five and the Rangers in that game, by the way, were down two to nothing. And then they came all the way back to win that game five and force a game six. Then they had to go on the road in Pittsburgh in Game 6, where the Rangers, again, were losing 2-0 in Pittsburgh in another elimination game. The Rangers came all the way back in that game, again in dramatic fashion, to win that game late in the third on a goal with one minute left by Kreider to force a Game 7. And then in Game 7 here, they were down 3-2 with five minutes left in regulation. They tied up in regulation and win it in overtime, baby. The comeback kids are moving on. This was... And absolutely, this team is absolutely the definition of resiliency, the definition of never say die. You know, with I, I do have to mention this too. With Lingren out, right, the Rangers were down three games to one. I'm not putting anything all on Lingren, but without him in, in the lineup, the Rangers didn't look like the same team, especially defensively. And it's not like they played tremendously defensively when he was there, but there's another piece to their game when he's in there. Uh, he came back and played the last three games, and the Rangers won all three. And let me all say this, say this, by the way. Nemeth did not play the last three games. The Rangers won the last three games. I'll leave it to your imaginations because I've denigrated Nemeth enough this year. I can't stand him. He shouldn't be on the team, but he was in. The Rangers went one and three. He was out of the lineup. The Rangers went three and out. The combination of him being out of the lineup, you know, addition by subtraction, and Ryan Lindgren being in the lineup, addition by addition, was clutch. Just clutch. Also, by the way, Tyler Mott came back the last two games, and he played a very important part in these last two games. He is an excellent penalty killer, plays a straight-ahead game with speed. Really, he's the kind of guy you need for playoff hockey, and he, in no small you know, way, assisted the Rangers, even though he didn't get any goals or anything. He checks hard. He killed penalties. He had you know grinds in the corners, four checks. He was important. Critically, Igor Shosturkin was outstanding carrying the Rangers on his back, even though they were outshot 45 to 30. Igor was awesome, just stopping shot after shot after shot after shot. And, you know, in many cases, when the Rangers were down one goal in this game or something, it looked like they were going to be down a lot more, and he made brilliant save after brilliant save. He is a nomination, a nominee for the Vezina Trophy, which he should win, and a nominee for the Hart Trophy, you know, which is the league MVP, which he probably won't win, but, you know, is deserving of at least consideration. So he's going to win, for the folks that don't know, the Vezina, which is the uh, trophy you get for the best goaltender in the league. And he probably will not win, though he's in the top three for the league MVP. Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. 
came alive at the perfect, perfect time in this series because they were, you know, I'm not going to say dog shit, but they were not playing well enough at all against this team. And at the perfect time, they woke up and they carried the Rangers to victory. Artemi Panarin, who had just a terrible, terrible series. I don't care what they're going to write about him. He had a dog shit series, but he redeemed himself you know, at least somewhat with this series winning goal. These are the types of goals, by the way, this overtime game seven goals that go down in history and they're seared into people's memories. I know this one will be for me. So, you know, I doubt say two years from now, or maybe even a month from now, people are going to remember that Panarin had a terrible series, but they're certainly going to remember this dramatic game seven overtime series winner that moved the Rangers on. This Rangers season this year is now validated in my mind. Any damage they do against Carolina will be gravy at this point. You know, Carolina is absolutely the superior team here. They're going to start Tuesday or Wednesday in Carolina. Um, Carolina showed it when they played the Rangers all season long and just beat them like dogs. I mean, the Rangers look like minor league teams, you know, when they played Carolina most of the time this year. The single game that they won, they were outshot 43-18 to 18 and Georgov stood on his head, but other than that, they just got blown out of the building pretty much every single game against Carolina this year, so I'm not expecting much. I'm really, really amazingly happy the Rangers won their opening series. Maybe they catch lightning in a bottle here or Igor stands on his head and they, and they somehow find a way to beat Carolina. I don't think it's likely, but I am absolutely happy with, you know, how far the Rangers made it so far. And this is a validating, dramatic win that everyone as Ranger fans will remember for a long time. The Rangers showed all season, you know, that they they really struggled against Carolina, but maybe they can put it together starting on Tuesday or Wednesday night. Um, savor this one, Ranger fans, because this is a win for the ages. Let's go Rangers. I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends all about it, and I will be back soon with some more sports talk. Let's go, Rangers.